Okay. I, are we? I, okay, we are live. We are live. Sabaho, everybody. Welcome back. Um, there's always a little bit of a delay whenever we start the show here on, on StreamYard because I can't tell realistic. I, I, it doesn't give me the uh, the visual indicator right away. Uh, but Sabaho, welcome back to the or, well, welcome back to another episode of the Android Bay, episode one fifteen. Today is the sixteenth of April, twenty twenty two. Literally over half of the um, you know the month of April, which you know realistically, I, I can't believe time has been flying out, uh, flying so quickly. Um, this week's been a little bit of an interesting week. We had a, a couple of things obviously going on with the channel. We did a competition on Monday between the IQ 9 Pro and the OnePlus 9, 9 Pro. Uh, and of course, we had a very nice, well, actually two. This is weird enough. Okay. Um, typically, I don't really get a lot of custom editions of devices. They typically are like few and far apart. Uh, but this week, we had two of them. We had the first one was this one. This was the uh, OnePlus 9 Pro, sorry, OnePlus 10 Pro uh, Boston Marathon Edition. So you can see here, official sponsor of the Boston Marathon. And this was going to happen on Monday, the 18th of uh, April. So if you guys are fans of uh, the Boston Marathon, if you're runners, uh, this is definitely going to be a really, really cool eye candy for that. Uh, and then the other one, which also was under the BBK brand, if you kind of have to put it there, is this one, the Free Fire edition of the Realme 9 Pro Plus. Now, this one is a gaming-themed uh, device that has uh, some nice aesthetics and actually uh, much more customized here than what we saw with the nine with the 10 Pro. I don't know why I keep calling it the 9 Pro. Um, but, you know, it is definitely very nice to be able to say that we have custom editions, which is always nice. So with that being said, I, I do want to say uh, good morning, sabaho, uh, welcome back. I see Mark is in the chat. I see Javier. I see uh, Matt, Purposely Gaming, uh, and of course, Rongrido and uh, Sarvan's in there. So, hey, good morning, Donald. Donald, hey, man. Donald was in there first, like not even like about 20 minutes ahead of the show starting up. So definitely very appreciative. Um, Sarvan's uh, jumping in um, here. Uh, so TK, do you prefer the OnePlus 10 Pro or the Realme GT2 Pro um, at, le uh, at, at, well, at less price? Right now, based on paper and based on the existing configuration that's available, I'm a little bit more leaning towards what we get with the Realme, uh, the GT2 Pro, mostly because of the way the configuration comes up. Right now, OnePlus is only releasing one model, one model only, at least in the US, and that's the eight gigabytes of RAM and 128 gigs of internal storage. And I'm not going to lie to you guys, I feel like 128, and it's not like I feel like, I know 128 is just not enough. It's a tough, I can't fully install all of my applications, all of my accounts and set up everything and then really stay within that limit. Um, also, it's something to keep in mind is that, you know, devices nowadays are taking pictures that are, you know, three or four megabytes at a, si at a time. When you think about, you know, images like that and you're testing a phone and you're doing a comparison and so on, um, you're going to run through most of that pretty quickly, especially when you install most of the applications that you want. Because you don't really get 128 gigs, right? There's a certain part of it for the operating system and then miscellaneous files that are basically system level files. And then we have the le the, the, the user uh, partition that we're basically accessing and putting our files on. So, um, on paper right now, if I'm saying if you had to pick between one of the two, I probably would say wait a little bit for the 10 Pro till we have another edition, something maybe the 256, not necessarily 12 gigs, but more so the storage. And of course, uh, the Realme GT2 Pro kind of is in between what we saw last year with the Find X3 Pro and uh, the OnePlus 10 Pro. So you're getting kind of like that little bit of an in-between. They're very similar. Um, although more so color OS style on Realme with the Realme UI as opposed to what we got with OnePlus. So it's a little bit of a tough question, but I will say on what we get right now, you can't go wrong. Uh, both are great devices, although for storage, I probably go with the Realme GT mostly because you have higher options right now. For OnePlus, from what I've, what I've heard, 
um, a friend of mine um, had purchased the Chinese variant and flashed the international ROM on it. Uh, it seems like it's actually not a bad deal at all. Actually, it works overall. They're able to pick up 5G, voice over LTE. Uh, most of the functionalities out of the device kind of work out pretty well. They just ended up basically using uh, the global ROM as opposed to the uh, you know the Chinese ROM, which essentially is Color OS. So you're as long as you're able to you know you're comfortable flashing that and changing the uh, the operating system, you actually may be able to even get better options. And there is even some custom colors that are not available right now internationally. So I'm hoping to see some of those as well. Um, I see uh, Javier <laughs> uh, uh, customs because they, uh, they're really cool. Honestly, you know, honestly, the it's nice to see options. It's nice to see that you know when we get a new device, there's typically a couple of options. Like I mean, OnePlus released a couple, right? There's the volcanic, uh, the 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 more matte, um, the, the black basically, uh, the volcanic color is what they're calling. And then of course we have the green color, which is more of a uh, forest green. So they're both very really nice looking colors. Um, and what I loved about the fact here with the uh, Boston uh, the Boston Marathon option here is that we actually get a custom case specifically made by uh, OtterBox. This is an OtterBox case, full protection. Uh, for your OnePlus 10 Pro, and it is actually a case you can't even pick up because I tried looking for the OtterBox cases, and they're not even listed yet. So there's a good chance uh, we're going to see more OtterBox cases, but this is, again, very nice, uh, and it definitely looks really nice for sure. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Fire Dragon jumping in saying, hope you everybody's doing well. Um, I will say, based on Jimmy's comment on yesterday, actually, specifically yesterday, I think, um, I did... I, I pulled the trigger and I upgraded the the, uh, the connection for StreamYard. So in theory, if your phone supports it and your display obviously should be able to, if you're on a TV or so on, you should be able to see this uh, the show now in 1080p. And obviously, this is going to translate to next week's uh, the best of our week, since uh, we always we end up using the StreamYard or my StreamYard account uh, when Juan and I are doing the show together. So it actually ends up hopefully translating into a better quality video when he and I are both hanging out at the same time. So thank you for that recommendation. Uh, uh, Jimmy, uh, just to kind of let you know, thank you for the for the heads up on that one. Um, uh, <laughs> Javier, I love that. I love that. My wife's actually two rooms away doing cardio as well uh, on the treadmill as well. Um, Purpose of Gaming, Matt's jumping in with uh, more custom phones should be a thing uh, considering how much phones already cost. At least in the special edition, it's a nice addition uh, to the price and you get extras in the box. Um, you are, Not only does it come extra, so I, I want to do the unboxing of the 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 the, uh, the Free Fire one with you guys because um, they've customized even the SIM removal tool. The SIM removal tool looks like a blade, um, like an etched blade with the obviously the SIM uh, ejector option at the bottom of it. So it looks really, really nice. Um, and there's uh, even custom wallpapers, custom icons. They really kind of went through, and it reminds me a lot of what they did with, uh, you know, the Dragon Ball Edition phone. So this is something nice. And, of course, my monitor behind me decided to not have connection today. So, you know, there you go. That's how we start the day. Hey, Dominic. Dominic is in the chat with us. Good morning. Sabah, I hope you're doing well. Um, happy happy Easter because it's early 5 p.m. in the UK, so it's Easter now. Uh, so for that foremost, obviously, uh, I hope you guys are having a great weekend. I hope you guys get a chance to spend it with the family. So happy Easter to everybody that celebrates it. Uh, and I'm hoping that the weather is nice enough that you guys can go outside and maybe kick it, you know, just have fun if you have any kids and so on to let them, you know, enjoy the time. So uh, that being said, again, happy Easter. And uh, for everybody else that celebrates uh, other holidays, again, uh, I hope you guys are doing well. And <laughs> I got an error code behind me because that's how we do it. Oh, my God. This is so cool. Okay. Barry Johnson. Hey, man. Good. Hope you're doing well. I was watching one of your videos this morning. Uh, <laughs> surprisingly. Uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, thanks. To, well, yeah. So uh, it's 
one of the reasons the ever the the, the onggoing uh, challenges of of YouTube and so on. So I, I would probably say, yeah, there's a reason why it's all all over the place. I posted it on. I don't have access access to community yet on the Android Bay because otherwise I would have just posted it on the community tab, and that should also push uh, a little bit more, or at least let YouTube know that there should be more notifications. Um, but yeah, uh, I think once we reach a certain number, or I don't know if it's a monetization type of a thing, um, but I would love access to the community side on Android Bay. We don't have that yet. Uh, so hopefully very soon, but yes, uh, I appreciate you jumping in. Russ, hey, hope you're doing well. Um, here, um, um, so as you said, uh, this year MediaTek Dimensity is the best. Honestly, it's it's very competitive in the options that you are getting in on the market right now. Like even when we're talking about here, the Free Fire one on the Realme TT2 Pro, uh, sorry, on the uh, the Realme 9 Pro Plus, uh, we're talking about the Dimensity 920 here. This is actually a very capable processor. And yet, absolutely, MediaTek's been literally uh, at the edge of basically not only getting uh, where we're, where we expect Snapdragon processors to be, but again, I'm still trying to get my hands on a uh, Dimensity 10 and 9000 uh, edition, but the 8000 should be coming to the US. So for me right now, you can't go wrong with either a Dimensity or a, uh, basically a Snapdragon. There's still some things that I feel like Snapdragon still does a little bit better, which I feel like the thing that, uh, you know, MediaTek is definitely very close and becomes uh, almost a, kind of like an, an equal level. But I think these are things that we need to keep in mind. But I, I'm, I'm totally with you. Uh, the, uh, the OnePlus 10R is coming with the 8100 uh, and the Redmi K50 Pro, which comes with the Dimensity 9000. So um, first we saw was the Find X5 Pro come out with uh, the Dimensity 9000 in China, and of course now we're going to see the Redmi, uh, so the Redmi K50. That's going to be really nice. Um, I'm hoping, since I wasn't able to get the the the, the uh, Oppo one, I'm hoping maybe it, once they release the K50, we'll see another variant of it internationally. See how that one kind of comes out. Uh, man, uh, what are your thoughts on the OnePlus 10 Pro and also Oxygen OS 12? So Open is jumping in very very jumping in straight into it. Um, I'll say this: the OnePlus 10 Pro. The way it's basically being produced, well, take that back. Um, I'll answer the color. Uh, so uh, Oxygen OS 12 is actually one of the best op implementations that we've seen from uh, from OnePlus for years. Um, it is very cohesive. Customizations are very nice. It's stable. It runs pretty smoothly, and it is very fast. Um, the custom options that they added in there with the OnePlus shelf on the top right, that's kind of, uh, I feel like that's a nice thing to have, but it's more so as opposed to having it on the left so that now we can actually have the Google feed. This is something that comes in with Color OS. Since uh, Oppo has incorporated the Google feed on most of their versions or most of their iterations for some time. So when OnePlus started using color OS code, that had to be there. And if you notice at some point, OnePlus took away the shell, the, the Google feed and they gave us the shelf there instead. Um, but to, to step back from that, I actually like color OS 12, uh, sorry, both color OS and oxygen OS 12. Uh, they both have their own unique features, their own unique customizations. And of course, uh, you know, on OnePlus devices, I think Oxygen OS still runs very nice. When it comes down to the OnePlus 10 Pro, I probably will say this. It's a device that fits somebody that's around the OnePlus 9, well, not take that back, the OnePlus 10, uh, 7 and the OnePlus 6 series. It is a very nice upgrade from where you are there because the cameras, I feel like, around the OnePlus 8 Pro and 9 Pro started to be much better implementation. We we started to have better ultra-wides, better uh, you know primary sensors, and, of course, the color science now with Hasselblad is much better. So uh, the device is actually very competitive. It's priced very nicely, although... I'll say this, I, I really need other options other than the 128. 
Um, and I'm not trying to gripe at the fact that it, you know, it's not a good option. I think it's something that you can definitely be fine with. Uh, but when you have options like 4K 60, 4K 120, when you have options of obviously taking higher megapixel sensors, we're talking a 48 megapixel sensor and a, and a, and a 50 ultra wide, you're, you're talking, you know, large file sizes and storage becomes a very big, uh, you know, scarce commodity quickly if you don't, you know, offload or back up to online storage. So very happy with them. And I just want to see other, again, uh, the Boston Marathon edition is very nice. I actually want to see maybe even other colors. I saw somewhere that there was actually a white one. So I'd love to be able to see that one. Uh, a little bit of an homage to what we had, I think was it with the, with the 7 Pro where they had that uh, the pearl color that they released. It was a very limited edition there. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Russ is jumping in. Uh, thoughts on the A53 5G TK? In my opinion, the A50, uh, in my opinion, get the A52. Um, also, the Dimensity chipsets are looking promising. The TSMC really got something uh, cooking with MediaTek with the new setup. Uh, so it's a couple of questions. Um, first impressions, just by taking it out of the box, uh, the A53 for me. So just to give a little bit of a background. Um, I had the on T-Mobile, I do this uh, jump on demand where I'm able to go from one device to the other. It's, it's kind of a leasing program with T-Mobile and you make a monthly payment, but you never end up really owning the phone. You're releasing it. So at some point I'm supposed to return it. But the benefit of the program, it allows me to jump from one phone to another without having to actually buy the phone. So essentially is I'm in perpetual leasing agreement, but I get to do that about maybe three or four times a year. So the S22 that Juan was reviewing, I had a chance to do a couple of case videos on that. I wasn't really going to cover the S22 as much on the channel, uh, but I typically get it because uh, when the phones come out with Samsungs and so on, I typically get cases for all of phone, all versions of the uh, S22 series or the S21. So I ended up getting the, the S22 there. I traded that in for the A53. And I, okay, so <laughs> it would be nice if I had the phones. So what I'm talking about here, so the uh, S22, so this is the S22, and then this is the A53, and let's get, yeah, here you go. So this is the A53, very nice. And what I really like about it, although it's cheaper, um, it actually is a bigger display, um, still gives us 4K capabilities. It is running technically, uh, you know, Samsung's proprietary or primary, uh, you know, their own SOC on it this year. Um, you know, with the day or so that I've had, because I literally just got the box yesterday, I'll say this. First impressions, yeah, definitely go with the A52, because if the A53 is anything, uh, it is definitely more of the yeah missing charger, nothing in the box other than a cable. And if is there even a cable? Hold on a second. That's a great question, because I, I don't even think I saw a cable. Uh, let me see. Yeah, you know what? I'm, no, there is a cable, and there is a SIM ejector tool. Um, so... Initial impressions, actually, I'm pretty, I would still recommend this right now over the S22. I know that the S22 is more powerful. Don't get me wrong. I also realize that there are other functions like DEX and so on that are built in there that you want to get. But where the S22 right now, I feel like from the way it's set up, it's really pretty much set up to be more of the, you go in there looking at the phone and then you're like, well, for a little bit more, I can get this. For a little bit more, I can do that. There are some limitations in here. I mean, they, they both charge at the same speed, 25 watt. That's not actually... Uh, uh, the S22 is mostly for the size, but it's also for like the battery capacity is smaller. Uh, you definitely have, uh, you know, same charging speed. Uh, you get a bigger display with the A53. 
Now, the one thing when it comes down to the A52, I'm totally with you. The headphone jack, I think, is something that we need to kind of uh, keep that in mind. You lost with with the upgrade of I'll take that back with the changes that happened with the A53 over the A52. Um, even Samsung, this is uh, something funny. Samsung's them, Samsung themselves on their website sells the A52 from last year for $50 more than the A53 from this year where it's supposed to be an upgrade to last year's uh, A the A series, the A53 series, it actually costs less because they realize that people want to pay more money to get, get the headphone jack and also uh, keep the SD card and so on, some of the other functionalities in there. Um, on initial kind of impression pictures and so on, they look very similar. They take very similar images and good lighting. Low light, it gets a little bit less, uh, definitely a little bit better on the S22. Uh, but again, uh, I'm going to be working on a video doing more of a comparison because now that I have to return the S22, this will be basically my last comparison I can do with that one straight ahead uh, with the A53. Um, but as far as TMC, TSMC, absolutely. Uh, Dimensity is doing really good. And one thing to keep in mind, the Dimensity 9000 uses faster RAM, the, LPDD5, the LPDDR5X, which is technically faster RAM than most devices that are on the market because uh, the, uh, the HN1 only support LPDDR5. They didn't get the uh, collaboration um, to be able to get the faster RAM on this uh, on this run. But again, I want to be able to do some more head-to-head -head comparisons between the two. And do they offer us, uh, is it truly uh, a, an almost indistinguishable uh, you know, experience between having a phone that's running on a Dimensity and one that's running on a Snapdragon? The Find X5 Pro for me would have been it because that would have been like an exact copy as opposed to doing, you know, an Apple to a different Apple from a different company. So we'll have to see. So for sure. Um, uh, happy Easter. Good morning. Hope you're doing it. Uh, Javier is in there. Did you see the video uh, that Travit MCP posted? No, I didn't have a chance to see that one yet. Um, but I would definitely, uh, I'll definitely tr give it a try after the show is over. Um, it's pleasant in Chicago. Full moon tonight, and pink, uh, and uh, pink two apparently going to take some shots. Definitely, this I didn't realize it was a pink moon. But uh, yeah, we're almost at that time where the moon kind of uh, you know is going to be uh, completing. Uh, funny part is uh, Ramadan started at the last full moon cycle, so that's how you kind of know it kind of cycles again. And by the time we get the next one, that's when Ramadan will be over, and I'll be able to drink water during the show again. Oh man, hope you guys, I, I'm, again, I hope you guys are having a good, good weekend for sure. Speaking of Opal, kind of uh, digging that vanilla Opal Find X5, um, the the Find X5, so just to kind of heads up, uh, so Matt just got his Find X5 Pro, so he he got a much better package than uh, the uh, the overall gift bag or package that they got in there. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're talking about this guy. This is, uh, the, uh, this is basically a white ceramic. Uh, it's a, it's kind of like a Stormtrooper look a little bit, but it looks so good. It feels nice. And it begs to be held up uh, without a case because it feels so good. But uh, Matt sent me a couple of links uh, to uh, a few cases on AliExpress that I should be able to pick up, hopefully. Um, but I'm also hoping to be able to get my hands on, on the ice case very soon. So as soon as I get that, expect a video from me on that one right away. Um, Eldosa, hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing really nice. Um, I'm still coming in with mono sound. Okay, that is interesting. I thought this would convert it over to stereo, at least when it goes over to YouTube. Um, I'll have to double check on that. I don't have, I don't want to play with the audio in the middle of the show, but I do want to, hold on, let me double check here. Settings, audio. I do have the stereo, hold on, let me uncheck. Check that one more time. I do have it set up. So StreamYard is supposed to convert the, converse, uh, the, uh, the stream over to stereo. So I'm not sure why it's coming up as mono. Uh, only coming in one year, like yesterday with Juan, um, um, on a different device too. Um, 
You know, actually, I'd be interested. Anybody else getting mono audio for some reason? If you don't mind, let me know. Because I'll have to end up troubleshooting this after. I do have it checked up as uh, stereo, and I don't think in the past it used to be mono. So we'll have to double check that as well. Um, I don't know if you just uh, if it's just me using uh, audio or somebody uh, somebody left there. Uh, Earl Earl Irwin's hey man, hope you're doing well. The A52 is absolutely better. I, I don't get me wrong. I'm with you uh, from a comparison as far as price for features. I feel like the A52 is still a better deal, um, and it still should be very relevant to what you're getting right now as far as getting updates and so on. Uh, it just depends on where you kind of going on going on from there. Uh, let me see here. Uh, A52s uh, with the 778G is the newest, <laughs> it's the sweet spot. I like that. Um, and technically, if I'm not mistaken, I think it should still be somewhat more powerful than what we get right now uh, with, um, you know, with, with the Samsung chipset. Uh, ta, ta, ta. Oh, I see. Uh, I see. So it's a, a headphone jack is a premium feature. It is a premium feature, man. It only comes when, you know, you're getting a Sony or a Sony or a, a Sony. Yeah. <laughs> Um, shalom, 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 uh, shalom, uh, Golan. Uh, good morning. Hope you're doing well. Actually, good evening. Good, uh, shalom, uh, good evening for you, uh, Golan. I know it's later in the afternoon um, for you. Um, uh, okay, TK, it works stereo when uh, when you unchecked. Ah, interesting. Okay, let's try this one more time. Uh, I'm going to uncheck stereo. I'm going to keep it now. Let me know from if it's still coming up as stereo. Uh, I guess maybe we'll we'll have to. Um, so now that I've changed the setting, I do apologize. Let me know if, if for everybody else, um, I realize for, for Aljosa, it's, it, it, it's fixing it when I take it off. Uh, let me know if you guys are getting stereo still, or is it just converting over to mono, which I think the, the source should be stereo. Uh, the, um, the focus right that I have should automatically convert it into a parallel, uh, a mirrored stereo experience, even though it's technically a mono input, but it should be okay. Uh, ta -ta -ta. When you set uncheck and you switch it uh, on and off, it went stereo for me for a little bit uh, for me. Okay, Jimmy, mono, mono. Oh, Ron Guido. Okay, so you guys, yeah, it's working, TK. Yep, stereo now. Oh, okay, good. Dude, okay. So StreamYard to the, for the win, I guess. Uh, stereo means mono and mono means stereo. Ah, for the love of God. Yep. Sorry. It... <laughs> It's, um, I'm a little bit, it, there's a little bit of a thing going on with me this week, which was, um, I think you guys heard, probably heard that if you got, if you had a chance to check out the show yesterday, I was talking to, uh, to, uh, Juan and, um, uh, my car has been in the shop since Tuesday, right? I dropped off my car. I've been having a problem with my Tesla for some, for about a few months now. Uh, and it's not like a problem problem. It's not a performance issue. It's more about, uh, the battery capacity on, uh, on my car. When you buy a car, a Tesla, a little bit of a technical background here, uh, the car is basically it has a built-in battery. As you can imagine, it's an electric car. So what they do essentially is there's a capacity. This is no different than, you know, let's say your smartphone. Your smartphone has, let's say, a 5,000 or 4,000 milliampere. You know exactly what your milliampere, uh, the power capacity that it's supposed to be. So you expect a certain number of hours, and based on your usage, your mileage will vary. But you know that whenever you charge the battery, the battery should tell you that it's charging at 100%. And if you start having battery degradation over time, you'll notice that the battery stops charging to 100 it goes to that new number. So Tesla batteries are rated to lose over their lifespan about 10% of their battery or 10% uh, of uh, their um, range at around 200,000 miles. Okay, and So I've had my car for about a year. I haven't hit 10,000 yet. 
but my range has been steadily declining for two months now, um, and I'm down now to almost 300 miles from 356 miles of range, of capacity range that I should be able to charge my battery. And that's from a percentage point, uh, my battery now is charging less than, 10 per, uh, than 90% at a time. And this is something that it shouldn't happen on a car, especially not when you take care of the car the way I take care of it. I'm not a very excessive, don't get me wrong, I, it, I accelerate with it, I use. I enjoy the boost that it comes, but I don't floor the car, I don't take it off-road, I don't do any weird things. So long story short, I dropped it in on Tuesday, I was supposed to hear something back on Wednesday, no word. On Thursday, they sent me an updated message saying the car is going to be picked up on Saturday. This morning, I got I go called them up because I'm supposed to be able to pick it up after the show, and no, nobody's there. Uh, well, the, my te my person is not there, um, and the car apparently is getting a battery replacement because they did deem it that the battery uh, was either faulty or something. So I didn't know that was happening, and that could take even longer because the battery is not there. So a little bit of a, a weird position for me because I'm out of a car because I don't have my car, and I have ended up having to use Uber for most of my things. And um, now new estimate is somewhere on Tuesday. So uh, it's a weird situation when we're a two car household and now we're down to one car and having to kind of share cars and work around. Although I'm working from home, but I still have to do things. And so it kind of gets a little bit um, concerning. And again, no real ETA because according to the guy, the battery wasn't even delivered yet. So even though they're replacing the battery on the car, the replacement part isn't there and it's Saturday. So I'm not very confident on Tuesday. And next weekend, I do need the car because I need I have a long, a long drive that I need to end up doing. So long story short, do apologize for that one. But yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. TK, TK Tesla problem there because that's how we that's how we do it. Um, it's yeah, it's uh, not typical, but yeah, very interesting. Uh, and I haven't been getting any updates. That's the the one thing. Uh, they're supposed to update you. They're supposed to be this whole. You do things over the app. You communicate with your uh, with your uh, with your agent that works directly. You know, at the center, they can give you updates and tell you exactly how things are going. Uh, but like seriously, not one word. And if had I not called, um, I would have still been in the you know with no information uh, till till at least Monday. At least it looks like. Um, but let's let's just kind of take that back. Uh, let's do this. A uh, couple of things I do want to do. Let me put this one back. I'll put that one there. And uh, let's go ahead and open up. Oh, and then before the show is over, we're going to be changing the S22 Ultra cover uh, back again. So remember, I think two weeks ago, let's do this real quick. So two weeks ago, we changed it. Uh, and then we ended up going with, or I ended up going with the marble one. So let's go and do that one. So we have the marble one. So I've had that for a couple of weeks. It's time to change it to another extreme skin uh, that they sent me. So if you guys haven't had a check, haven't had a chance to check it out, there's a link in the description below uh, for them. Thank you very much for uh, you know giving us a good, nice coupon code for you guys to be able to save some money if you want to be able to pick one up for your phone. But I don't want to waste time. Let's go ahead and open up the Free Fire Edition Realme GT9 Pro. Uh, let me just make sure I got all the comments before we jump into it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Corleone, hey Corleone, I, I like that name. Uh, yeah, for, for sure. Um, Dominic, uh, Tesla is known to be extremely unre uh, um, unreliable. Uh, other brands uh, are making electric cars. Perhaps you might want to uh, consider to switch to another brand. Um, it's it's very interesting. Um, Farhan, hey man, good morning. Um, it's very interesting to see how this type of an experience is there. 
I love the part of getting in into the experience of a Tesla from the aspect of I could do all of my research and everything I needed to do online. If I wanted to test drive the car, they gave you the car, you went and did your test drive by yourself, you came back. The whole process was online. I didn't have to sit at a dealership. So for me, this, um, I mean, I've, I've owned multiple cars and I've leased many, many cars. And I know that every time I want to get a new car, it's I dread the process of going in, sitting in at the dealer, negotiating back and forth. And then even when you're done with that part, having to deal with the financial part of everything is also not exactly the, the smoothest thing. You literally end up losing an entire day worth of time. Um, and even at that point, there's always surprises and little hiccups and things at the end of the day. So going into Tesla with that experience in mind, was a very refreshing experience for me. I was able to pre-order my car online. I didn't have to go in anywhere. I did all my paperwork on my own. I filled up the uh, information was electronic. I submitted them. I was pre-qualified. All of the stuff that I did was done at my own leisure at home. So I appreciated that. Um, and for the most part, for the last year, I haven't had to take the car in for a single thing. Uh, driving it has been really nice. It's been very smooth, very good experience. A couple of hiccups here and there when it came down to um, a couple of accessories that I installed that I needed to make sure that things were working fine. Like I installed new caps on the on the um, on the tires for the for the uh, little you know the air intake uh, valve, and I didn't realize that the little gasket inside was misaligned and it was pushing on the little knob, so releasing some air. So I lost some air in some of the tires. I was kind of concerned, and apparently it was something I did. So I re I recognize when I do things like that. Um, but when it came down to the battery, the initial assessment, I'm with you. It has been very interesting. Uh, initially, when I submitted my request saying, hey, I'm having problems with range and so on, they responded back to me with a different thing telling me that, you know, the car depletes the battery differently depending on what you're using. using and then they sent me my usage for the last six days. And I was like, but that's not what I asked. That's not what I was doing. And they closed the ticket. So that was kind of frustrating. And then later on, of course, I got an error message on my car, took a picture of that and then sent it in. And when I showed up at the at the dealer or at the repair center to drop off the car, their initial assessment was, this is typical, this is normal, this is how it goes. Then don't worry about it, you're going to get a car by probably tomorrow night. And then, of course, now it looks like it's a much more, there are other things going on. And I th I'm glad that they were able to pick up on the, the issue because this could have gone on for even longer. My worry and my concern has been more about communication and the way Tesla drives you to be communicating with, well, drives you to a more of a talk to them on the phone, not uh, in talking by via app, but nobody's answering. So what's the point? But yeah, I'm with you. Um, I, I definitely will probably start at some point looking at uh, some of the other options now that we have a lot more selection. And um, I wouldn't, I'm not going to lie that I, I did test drive the Mach-E uh, while I was waiting for my Tesla and that was definitely an enjoyable ride. Uh, I'm not going to deny also that the fact that the Lucid Air looks very promising uh, and some of the options from Kia or even some of the, you know, Volkswagen and some of the other companies putting out electric cars. And yeah, it's going to be an exciting field to be in if you're looking for electric vehicles. So uh, depending on how this, this kind of ends up, hopefully next week, we'll have to see how that goes. Um, Da, da, da. Let me see here real quick. Uh, okay, so uh, the, the Reaper Black is asking, uh, so, <laughs> hold on a second. Ron Guido, uh, right before a second, uh, Ron Guido was like, maybe you said something on Twitter and Elon didn't like it. It must have been something a couple of months ago because it was, uh, that's when it kind of started the whole, like, slightly, it's been a slow ramp down. It didn't just drop, uh, you know, the, the 50 miles off. Initially, it started where, it typically would charge like the 316 uh, at 90%, then it dropped down to 310, to 39, 37, 304. 
then it dropped to 300, then it dropped to 300 and, uh, th uh, sorry, 285, uh, no, uh, 289, uh, 95, 93, and it's like slowly. The last time I charged my car before I dropped it off, my 90% capacity was 270 mile, uh, 279 miles uh, range. So that's going down from two th uh, 316 to 279. That's how much of a drop that it uh, took. So it's a big thing, but um, I'll, I'll make sure to apologize to Lord Elon uh, very, very soon on Twitter and make sure things are there. Um, so the Reaper, uh, sorry, the, the Reaper Black is asking is, do you, don't you think that OnePlus started to get, uh, get weird or weirder? I think what we're seeing is OnePlus has shifted the approach or shifted their strategy from where they were at one point as the flagship killer. And then, of course, slowly but surely uh, improving, growing, uh, providing us different options. And so and as we saw the evolutionary uh, track of OnePlus, we always knew that this was ultimately going to be their goal. Their goal was always to be uh, basically a big brand in the U.S., a big brand across the world and not necessarily just be that flagship killer because that works great initially to get you into the door and get the conversation going. But at the in the long run, as a, as a brand, I'm, I assure you that their goal is always to be, regardless of what brand you talk about, be it a small boutique device, uh, type of a brand or even a large established brand, it is essentially their goal is to become a primary flagship experience. And I think that's where we see them now. The weirder statement, I'm not sure what you're referring to specifically, but I can tell you that the shift that we see right now, at least for 2022, I will say... I'm surprised of the way the launch event was done. Um, and what I mean by this, not to say that this was a bad experience, it's just the approach that we're getting here is, is a staged uh, launch event. And typically when we have a version, well, let me take back, OnePlus devices up to this year. So up till 2021, we typically get two versions of a OnePlus. We get a OnePlus 9 and a 9 Pro. And then later on, we get a OnePlus 9T, right? That or There's a T series at the end. So we had that for a few years. Last year, we saw one big change. We didn't get a T-series of the OnePlus 9 series. We had the 9 and the 9 Pro. I think they were very, very respectable uh, uh, you know, positions in the US. And the 9 was closer to the Pro uh, in, uh, in 2021 than we've seen them in previous years where the 7, sorry, the 7 and the 8 were definitely uh, very separated. You could feel that they're separate, uh, different experiences from the same company, where the 9 and the 9 Pro were very much more of the, did you want to get the smaller version of the phone or did you want to get the big size of the phone? You got that slightly different experience. You had a flatter display and so on. In 2022, what we're seeing here is a slightly different experience. And what I mean with this we're getting only one device at, at launch. And the phone was released in January in China. And now we have a, uh, the international model that just got released. So, and when we got the international model, we got only one model that is, I think, priced, price constraint. And I think that's what this is. The marketing that we're getting this year from OnePlus is primarily trying to hit that $899 price, which I feel like Google uh, marked up uh, last year. So we saw Google coming in with the Pixel 6 Pro at $899. We saw uh, Motorola coming in with the Motorola Edge Plus 2022, again, $899. I think OnePlus learned from that, and we're going to see a lot more devices hitting that $899 mark. Now, for OnePlus to get the $899 experience where they used to be over 1000 there had to been some concessions, and I think that's where we're getting the 8.28 model only. We are going to more than likely see other ones because they did release other ones or larger capacity ones in China. So it's not a question of should we or will we get it. It's more about when we will get it. 
Um, so when you, if you mean that, I think, yeah, definitely. They're, they're refocusing, they're, re, they're, uh, they're going in with a new approach than what we've seen in the past. And we hopefully will see by the end of the year uh, what the cards, you know, once the cards are on the table, how the actual scenario is going to be. And, and hopefully 2023 will be more of a norm as opposed to the transition year that we're going with, with this year. So for sure. Um, Oh, here, uh, I think he jumped back in. He says that the company lost the, uh, the uh, creativity after the departure uh, of Carl Pei. Uh, I mean, uh, even Realme uh, nowadays produces better phones on OnePlus. Realme has been a very, Realme has had a very um, shift gear, kind of like they've gone into overdrive this year. Uh, the GT2 Pro seriously is a massive jump forward into what we expect from a flagship, especially from Realme. And I feel like that if you had a chance to try that device out, you're definitely going to be surprised. And uh, you will appreciate what Realme has put into this device, especially as a as a flagship, as a true flagship with their first a Gen 1 device to come out. Um, I'm, I'm with you. It's it's a different approach. Carl uh, Carl's doing his nothing at this point. So there is a different approach. Uh, this is more Oppo providing us some of their management style with the when they started, you know, the fusion uh, between Oppo and OnePlus's, uh, you know, R&D and development and so on. So there was to be expected some changes in the approach. Is it bad, though? I don't know. I can say that it's bad. I think it's just different. And I think that's where the concern comes in. We need to understand that they're not trying to they're no longer trying to uh, basically, you know, uh, go into the, uh, you know, let's try to experiment very heavily. They're more into the consistency and giving you exactly what you expect for OnePlus. Now, custom editions like these are going to be obviously going to be some of the really cool things that we can see from them. And hopefully we'll see more customizations and more collaboration with other brands. Realme, you know, I really want to see what Realme is doing this year because this year they're really going forward. Uh, we have the GT, uh, GT3 Neo coming up as well. That's going to be uh, showcasing their 150 charging speed. Uh, the Free Fire Edition, custom edition of the Realme 9 Pro Plus. We're seeing them very active and they're very, very uh, forward. My entire uh, experience of MWC was uh, due to their, uh, their to their support. Without them, I wouldn't have been able to make it. And I'm hoping that we'll be able to work together again for IFA because that's also another event that I'd love to be able to make it this year. Uh, I feel like this is some of the biggest things coming up this year, and Realme is in the center of all of those conversations, for sure. Oh, sorry, one more thing. Um, and I don't think that they merge with Oppo. Clearly, Oppo is bigger uh, bigger than OnePlus, but I always preferred each company to have its own identity, and that can be determined from the rest of the, from the rest of the BBK brand. Um, their merger with Oppo has had a slight different in change. I don't know if you guys heard or probably knew about it. There were some rumors or conversations going around, uh, something called Unified OS, where essentially at one point, Oppo, the Color OS, and, one, and Oxygen OS were going to get unified into a single version of an operating system that gets installed on both. That has actually been shifted back from from the launch event that we saw with the 10 Pro. OnePlus is publicly saying that they're going to be keeping their own uh, identity, their own flavor of the operating system, which is Oxygen OS, to go forward on their devices. Where it kind of works both ways, right? I realize Oppo is a much bigger company. Um, Oppo is also much more established internationally. Um, not in the US, though, but definitely internationally. Uh, there are some things that we're going to need to just understand and, and change. I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't. I did not understand why there was such a big gap between the January launch of the OnePlus 10 Pro and when we got our version of it internationally. And again, the whole shift in approach and the slow and the lower storage and fee. There are some reasons behind it. Uh, and I think the OnePlus uh, team is adjusting. They're trying to adjust to the new way of doing business under the Oppo umbrella. And I think we just need to kind of see how that kind of pans out. I'm, I'm with you. It's a different year. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, um, you know, 
I'm not going to say uh, that, you know, we should just forget about them. We need to see what they do. And I think they can definitely come back and, and surprise us with many things. Um, Golan jumping back. Uh, I'm very disappointed with with the uh, Oppo Find X5 Pro. Um, there's no Periscope and, um, and for for a cheap price. Uh, do not understand them. So the weird part about it, since we were talking about Realme, it looks like the Periscope shifted over to the Realme GT2 Pro because they have the Periscope camera, uh, the the microscope camera. I think that's what you're talking about. Um, the the shift in what we got with the 5X, so through the uh, the, fi, uh, the 5 Pro, if you didn't use the microscope, if that was not a function that you you appreciated, you will appreciate the uh, the stabilization, the 5-axis stabilization on the main camera that we have in there. And it really was more of a space constraint that they weren't able to add that sensor in there because they needed more space for it. So when I was at MWC, I went up straight up to them and I said, look, a lot of people are asking, why did you take away the microscope uh, camera that we had in there? This this was a very unique feature. Nobody else has that on the market. Nobody else can even come close to this. And it actually produces some really interesting and unique looks at products and, and even just images that kind of come out of it. Uh, and their main answer was like, we felt like the, uh, the five axis stabilization on the main sensor was going to give you as a user more functional uh, features. And when you try to take nighttime images with that, uh, Golan, if try to take uh, like steady or long exposures, you'll see the benefit of the five axis stabilization, the nighttime photography and video with the new MPU that you get in there. There are definitely some, uh, some significant improvements over previous years, but it depends on what you're looking for. So I'm with you. Uh, it's, it's a personal thing. Um, some people will appreciate it. Some people may not. It depends on how your usage is. So, I, but I, I understand it. I'm with you on that one. Uh, am I the only? One? Hold on, sorry. Uh, Jimmy, jump me back. Am I the only one that thinks that OnePlus, uh, the OnePlus Ace, or the OnePlus 10R uh, look like a rebranded Realme 9 Pro? <laughs> Dude, if you guys saw the rumors, it looks like at least the uh, the brand, the new, what is it called? Um, oh man, uh, the the Oppo. Uh, I don't know why I'm okay. So it, it, help me with this if you don't, if you guys don't mind. Um, the um, uh, Oppo's next generation, their um, the, uh, the Reno, the Reno line. Thank you. The Reno, uh, the Reno uh, series it looked like it was uh, going to be using a very similar design to the OnePlus 10 Pro, making people think that the OnePlus 10 is coming up on uh, as a Reno on Oppo. So there, there's always. You have to understand, I mean, this is BBK. Um, although Vivo and Aiku don't really mix too much with uh, OnePlus, Oppo, and Realme, there's a lot of parts spinning that goes around between OnePlus, Oppo, and Realme, and we're going to see a lot more of that. Uh, in the past, just kind of for reference, the OnePlus 9 Pro and the Find X3 Pro have the exact same size panel and display and dimensions on the outside. So that even that you uh, you install, like if you bought a, a glass protector for the OnePlus 10 Pro, it installs perfectly on the OnePlus 9 Pro. Uh, I'm sorry, the, uh, the OnePlus 9 Pro installs perfectly on the Find X3 Pro. Uh, I probably would go as far as assuming this the exact same situation as soon as I can I get my hand on a glass protector. I think the OnePlus 10 Pro and the uh, Find X5 Pro have have the exact same glass so yeah this is it's not a surprise it's more about um how could they function and allow a design to go a little bit longer making them uh you know variants in the different brands and at least allows us to be able to kind of appreciate them in that sense um oh, <laughs> donald saying i agree with barry johnson youtube's notifications for tk show uh works as good as <laughs> Uh, I don't think, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. It, it just does. Yeah. Um, I think the Android Bay as a channel, being that it's such a small, not small, it's such a young channel. I know it's been like four months. Uh, 
but as a community, we're still somewhat of a smaller community than we were before. Uh, some of the functionalities in the notification, they're like, hey, you know, I, I, so here's the thing. I'm thinking there's like, what, 300, 300 something subscribers to the channel. It's not a lot of people to send notification, especially if they've already subscribed to it. it you know what I mean? You can't really stagger 300, but I guess in YouTube's algorithm, uh, they feel like a live show should be notified later. There's a good chance you'll probably get the notification later after the show is over. So I, I don't know. It's a live show. It was set up to be a live show. You should be able to push notifications now so you can get more, you know, eyeballs on the show to help, you know, your algorithm. But I don't know. I, I don't, I really don't know. I, 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 I try, I, I try not to, I try not to decipher the, uh, the matrix when it comes to this. Um, I'm, I don't understand why OnePlus removed the 10 Pro, uh, the, the 10 Pro's macro lens. Um, yes, uh, it's well, it was a, a monochrome, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, unstructured uh, decision. This happens uh, a lot in BBK, uh, like the Oppo Find X5 Pro uh, uh, comes out with a with the periscope. So, yeah, that that was a big that was a diff definitely a, a big change. Uh, you know, losing a sensor from one version to, from one generation to another, um, and the same thing what happened with Oppo. So it's, I feel like. It, I don't know if it's based on data, based on usage, uh, but I, I understand the the shift in, in in focus on them is more so trying to give you a much better experience on the main and the and the ultra wide. I feel like that's really where their their bread and butter is, because um, you can notice right there. I mean, we don't have a very strong uh, you know um, telephoto lens. It's a three point three telephoto lens, but in reality, you live in the ultra wide and the main sensor on the OnePlus Ten Pro. Uh, same thing with the uh, Find X5 Pro. You, you need to kind of understand. You know, you're getting very strong dual 50 megapixel sensors on there, and you're gonna bet you're gonna get better images, but you are losing some functionality. Uh, but more so of a good reason to carry on with devices from 2021. There's no reason that the Find X5 uh, Find X3 Pro or the OnePlus 9 Pro won't do extremely well in 2022. Uh, there's, you know, like we, we, we talked about at the beginning, you know, there's a, there's a lot of conversation going on of what you could do and go in with the A52 over the A53. Absolutely. And I'm pretty sure you can pick up the A52 much cheaper than buying it new than the, than the price point. Uh, the microscope of the GT2 Pro is better than the uh, than the X3. Uh, so for us, it's technically not as good. It's a two megapixel sensor, but I'll say this, once you get those images out, when you start comparing them head to head, there really isn't that much of a difference because with the microscope uh, uh, lens, it's really more about placement. And I felt like the Find X5 Pro, Find X3 Pro, you were able to get much closer to the subject where with the Realme, uh, you actually have to be a little bit higher. So I'm assuming it's due to the fact that the megapixel on the camera was not exactly the same, but we're talking basically a difference between a five and a two. We're not talking like, you know, 20, 30 megapixel. Uh, the camera itself doesn't need a high megapixel count because of the proximity. It's more of the the, um, the proximity and how close can you get to the subject. I think that's the biggest part. Uh, okay, so the Reaper Black jumping back. I would definitely prefer that Oxygen OS keeps its own identity because of the it's really good and snappy. Not to say that Color OS is bad, but Color OS um, is uh, it's it's phenomenal. But it, I want to see more features from OnePlus. They didn't bring all of the features from ColorOS. They're, the one thing I really would have loved for them to bring over, which they didn't, was the theming uh, option, the ability of customizing the background and the color scheme around your phone using the color picker. They have a very nice function there uh, on ColorOS. And I think that's one of the things that we're seeing. I, I want to see, I'm with you, I want to see more features, unique, new features added from OnePlus as opposed to more of a carryover. 
uh, in Hasselblad and some of their functionalities are very nice, but I want to see some customizations. Like maybe OnePlus's ver uh, version of how to do, uh, you know, dynamic wallpaper customizations, something like that. I'm with you for sure. Uh, Russ, no, I think it's the next, the new version of the Reno, because if I'm not mistaken, I do ha um, hold on, let me see here real quick. Yeah, no, not the 7 Pro. It would, ha it would have to be the next Reno because I have the 7 Pro right here. Um, it's more about, um, from what I've seen with the with the rumors, essentially it, the design that we have here on the OnePlus 9, 10 Pro is the design that they're using it there. So here's, this is the 10 Pro and I do apologize for my cat's hair. So yeah, so it was something very similar to this uh, running on a Reno or at least what was dubbed to be the Reno 10, uh, so another Reno 10, the Reno 8, uh, with technically what we would have expected the, uh, the OnePlus 10 would be if that was going to be released. Um, TK, isn't it, uh, sorry, uh, there, there isn't a press release for the Xperia 1 Mark IV or the Xperia 1 Mark IV uh, pretty late for Sony, to be honest. So I'm actually, so this is something I've been thinking about for some time. So typically by now, historically, by the end of March, we see a press release announcement of the brand new Xperia. Um, last year, we think was somewhat close to that time, uh, although it was maybe a little bit later. The year before was very similar. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, there is no announcement, no, and when I mean announcement, as, as uh, Dominic is talking about, uh, there's basically an announcement talking about the next generation of Xperia for, for the year that they're in. The Xperia Pro I right now is, I still feel like it's the best experience. And, you know, speaking of which, I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> You guys remember the Pro I is still still the baby. I like the I, I definitely always like to check it out. I'm I'm waiting for Android 12. I, I I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I was very happy that it came out on the one uh, on the Xperia One Mark Three, but it's not coming out. Yeah, they announced it, but it still hasn't been out. Uh, but the the long story short, we're way overdue. You're right. We're overdue for when the uh, the new Xperias are going to be coming out or when they're coming out in that aspect. Um, what I would probably say is it should be any day now that we'll probably hear about the announcement. And I'm hoping, I'll be very honest with you, I'm hoping I'll still be able to work with uh, with uh, Sony and Xperia, the uh, line of devices, the way we've been able to do it in the past where Juan and I were able to get access to these devices. And obviously share with you guys the experience. That's the whole purpose of it. Um, it's a little bit late. Some of the leaks that I've seen or some of the rumors that I've seen is, you know, about the, the new configuration. The 8 Gen 1 obviously is going to be the biggest conversation around this. As a smartphone, the 888 did very well on the Xperia lineup of devices. We got 5G, we got better, uh, you know, configuration. Thermals were also managed a little bit better. Um, I want to see how Sony manages it. And I don't know if this means that they're going through a slightly, there's maybe the shortage, the part shortage could be impacting their concerns, uh, you know, their designs and so on. Or it could be just uh, other concerns and maybe some issues in, um, you know, uh, delayed due to some of the lockdowns going on in, um, in in recent time in Asia. So that could also be impacting a lot of, you know, the workarounds and getting people back to normal. So um, as soon as we hear something, if I do, I'll definitely bring it up. But I, I'm with you. Uh, we're a little bit behind on that one this time. Uh, da, da, da. Let me see here. Uh, wow, today. <laughs> Uh, wow, today is TKBBK day. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that I did that, but I kind of did. Yeah, uh, we got OnePlus all around. We got free. Yeah, actually, dude, uh, with the exception of Vivo, which um, 
this is this is weird between Juan and I if you guys think about it we cover all the BBK brands right he has Vivo IQ and OnePlus as well I have OnePlus I have Realme and Oppo so between the two of us you can kind of call us the BBKs you know <laughs> just kick it up uh, just throwing it out there to the ether kind of making it a, a thing um yeah no Greg definitely dude if you're trying to kick it uh, have fun take it easy relax you need to take take some time and I know a lot of people are going to be celebrating tomorrow there's going to be a lot more family things going on uh, so it's definitely a big change this weekend is definitely more focused around uh you know holiday and, and of course spending it with your family is there um the reaper black is uh, yeah absolutely tk uh realme is uh is getting much better uh, or getting better uh, i love the gt series you know and i think realme gt2 pro is better than the oneplus 10 pro uh if only it had zoom lens uh because everything is uh, everything is about the same they're very comparable i i definitely agree with you there and i feel like we need to keep one thing in in, in perspective the reality at the end of the day oppo realme and oneplus don't technically compete, uh, don't always compete in the same markets. And what I mean by this, um, Realme is more so known to be more the affordable version of Oppo, right? This is what they've been going for some time. They're trying to branch off and they're trying to go into the primary, the, the flagship experience. And I feel like what we got from them this year was something more closely resembling what we saw with the Find X3 Pro from last year. So there's still somewhat of a, a more of a lineage kind of Oppo, Realme, OnePlus in that, in those, in those, uh, you know, architecture. Uh, but they're they're taking out they're pulling out all the stops so they're definitely pushing forward and they're definitely going to do much more i want to see how they continue and i want to see what other options they push out um if i'm not mistaken i think like i said with the 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 uh, the, the neo 3 is going to be coming out with the 8000 the 8000 or the 8100 uh dimensity so they're definitely starting to push up into mid-range processors uh from uh mediatek so i want to see how that works and i also want to see the charging uh because i the only thing i got a chance to see at mwc when we were at the show uh, right before they did the uh, you know the event for the uh for the launch um, they had a unit sitting at the table on the desks and they didn't show it to us. They didn't say which one it was. Uh, what some, I heard somebody say that this could be the next, you know, re, uh, the GT Neo 3. But, it, you know, it definitely it begs the question of how fast technology is being been getting to and how fast we're going to be able to charge up our devices in the near future. So I, I will definitely appreciate to see how that kind of goes. Uh, absolutely thank you very much greg please don't forget to hit that smash button uh, and li like and subscribe if you can and uh, let me know what you guys think in the comments below because i always appreciate your engagement and of course uh, it would help the channel grow and of course get us some more perks on on youtube and maybe better notification maybe that's one of those perks you reach a certain number and everybody in your subscriber count gets the con gets the gets the notification they're supposed to um uh opens uh, jumping is um it says um what kind of 5g speech do you get on the oneplus 10 pro on t-mobile also do you like the t-mobile over verizon in california so um there's a couple of things to keep in mind t-mobile uh, the oneplus 10 pro in the u.s does not support ultra wideband capacity in the u.s so when we talk verizon we want to keep a, the, the perspective of the same they support verizon 5g or the sub 6 5g and they also support support verizon c-band which is essentially the same as what t-mobile has as their ultra capacity so speed wise on t-mobile or in the u.s right now is somewhere with a really good strong signal you're going to be getting somewhere around the 700 to 800 megabits down this is this is what you should be expecting on the oneplus 10 pro and this is absolutely true on the on my t-mobile sim i don't have verizon on uh, i don't use verizon typically so i don't get a lot of uh, connection speeds there 
Now, the C-band technology on Verizon is rated to be around the 700 to 800 megabits. So they're going to be very similar there. Super crazy fast connection speeds, uploads and downloads up to, you know, literally just some of the best experiences. And I think any device that comes out in 2022 of a flagship uh, moniker should be supporting the ultra capacity and the C-band technology. Uh, certification for C-band um, on, oh, 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 sorry, take that back. OnePlus did clarify though, that on T, uh, on Verizon devices, if you're connected to a Verizon connection, you're when you're connected to the ultra capacity or sorry the um, their C-band con uh, connectivity, the phone will say UW, but it's not really UW. So just keep that in mind. Uh, but yeah, for me, crazy fast, absolutely speeds. There's no question, no no problem at all. With good signal, 5G is really good. And I'm loving the fact that we're no longer stuck in the sub-6 5G, which is technically just a faster version of a 4G LTE. Now we're truly jumping into you know mid-band and higher capacity, uh, higher connectivity uh, concerns. Because for me, as you guys know, like when we travel and so on, I want to be able to rely on my phone to be my central hub of everything I want to do. And connectivity is a big factor for it. Uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, Dan, Grounded Tech. Hey, man, hope you're doing well. Uh, the A52 is definitely the one to go for over the A53. As long as you're able to pick up a good uh, a good used A52, you're definitely going to get a much better price. And also, if you're able to, if you want to pick it up brand new, even Samsung recognizes uh, the, the statement that Dan is saying. It sells the A52 from 2021 for $50 more than the A53 from 2023. It's almost like they're trying to tell you like, hey, we gave you savings, but th this savings kind of also removes, uh, you know, the charger in the box. And we also give you less headphone jacks, less features on the phone. Oh man, let me see here. Uh, Realme may have uh, a microscope uh, lens, but no, it's not better than that. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the Reaper Black is responding back to that other comment over there. Uh, in general, okay. Uh, ta -da -da. Oh, uh, my Mi 8 uh, just got Android 12 update with the Evolution X. Nice. So uh, definitely very nice. Let's see here, uh, Golan. TK, uh, it's fun with you on the weekend broadcast. Uh, I, can, I cannot miss it. I, I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's, it is something I look forward to every weekend. And um, I'll be very honest with you guys. Last Saturday, as you guys probably saw, I, I posted on the on Twitters and so on. Uh, it was just a family thing, and it, we were out. We were also out of town. And after what I what happened with the Thursday show. Um, I realized there was some technical con uh, concerns that I wouldn't have been able to get over to by Saturday morning. So I miss it. It's something that like, if I don't have Saturday mornings with you guys, it's, it feels weird. And we've been doing it for years, right? I mean, obviously it was on the main channel initially and with the channel here is definitely much more, um, I would say more personal, more, you know, uh, <laughs> intimate. No, uh, not this. Okay. If DTS in the chat, that's going to make a weird fun thing. Um, but one thing I, I will say, today's show for me at least kind of just again it just rejuvenates and brings us back and kind of just having fun and kicking it with you guys on saturdays is it's fun for me it is absolutely fun for me and i and again thank you for the comment goal and i i'm glad to hear that it's it's also fun for you guys because I'm, I'm sure you wouldn't show up if it wasn't um russ jumping back with uh tk i hope that sony the xperia one mark four so uh, and we'll have more uh, or longer range uh, periscope uh, and of course uh, and they should also upgrade the selfie camera and i really hope they do upgrade the selfie camera i mean even OnePlus upgraded their selfie camera realistically you guys 32 megapixel over the 16. we still don't have 4k but at least they finally you know so i'm hoping that this is going to be the year where sony and, and i step back i, I do realize the, the focus of what sony's trying to do i mean sony is not trying to sell us a phone that takes great selfies that's not sony's approach sony's coming up with look 
We're going to give you the best camera setup on the back, and we're going to give you better cameras on the back. The Xperia Pro I and the Xperia One Mark III uh, represent the best of their camera uh, setup or camera technology for 2021. Uh, the reason I said this is there's actually their difference, right? That there's it's not the same cameras, just Pro. It's actually a different phone. Um, but it also has, you know, uh, the 1624 and 50 as opposed to a 1624, 70, and 105 on the Xperia 1 Mark III. So we'll have to see how they kind of go with that. I'm hoping for better better uh, camera uh, configuration. Maybe we'll have to see. Maybe they'll they'll depart from the the, the bigger 12 megapixel sensors and maybe go slightly higher higher cameras. We'll have to see. Uh, at the end of the day, most of our cameras or most of the camera experiences that we see on the market today is really a sony experience it's based on the sony uh, you know sensors that they uh, most companies use uh, we're starting to see some of the better sensors come down to the mid-rangers so that's definitely appreciated uh, so the imx 766 definitely a good camera a 50 megapixel sensor that does very well so i want to be able to see better cameras also on sony's internal um, a better selfie would definitely benefit any kind of creator or anybody that's looking to um focus their experience and focus their uh, their uh, their usage on a device that such as like the pro or the one mark three even the five mark III, uh, you know mark four obviously since we're going to be talking about those this year for sure uh da, da, da. i see a lot of kind of back and forth comments with uh, some of the other one uh yes definitely dominic please as uh, everybody please hit the like button help the channel recommend and show and share it with your friends i appreciate that as well uh, uh, Believer, <laughs> the Reaper Black saying, uh, believe it or not, the OnePlus 7 Pro is my favorite OnePlus phone until now. I, you know, believe it or not, you're not the only person talking about, you know, maybe the one that OnePlus peaked at OnePlus at the OnePlus 7 Pro. Um, that phone is still an iconic design and an iconic phone. It still works beautifully. Uh, my brother's, I, I, I upgraded my brother, to the, my brother to the 7 Pro and he, he liked it. I gave him the option. I said, hey, do you want or would you would you be interested in going into a, a newer version of a OnePlus? He's like, you know what? No, it, it, it works and it's nice. Um, and conversely, same thing happened with my wife when, uh, when the Note 22 or the S22 Ultra uh, came out. Uh, I gave her an, an option. I said, would you want to upgrade? I know you have a Note 20 Ultra and this is a couple of years now. She was actually very adamant, like, no, I like my SD card option. I like my MST functions. I like my think I like the things that I have on my phone. And I don't think I'm going to get that much better coming up to something newer. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's a it's a a lot of people are referencing that that specific version of OnePlus devices this year. Um, Jimmy Fire Dragon says, I got a 66 watt, 66 watt, blah, 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 66 watt car charger with my uh, with a speed and 100 watt cable uh, and it's been brilliant uh, to use with the uh, super fast charging on my s22 plus uh, now but uh, the weird part is that it, sometimes it will go down to fast charging within so remember charging on the on the phone uh, kind of goes through different cycles depending on where you are your fastest and your your best performance but my means a faster is going to be somewhere between the 25 to 75 range and that's where you're going to see the biggest speed but anywhere between the first and the uh, the, the the first portion and the latter portion you're going to notice some differences because one on one part it's ramping up and on the other part it's ramping down so yeah it's always going to be that uh, especially with the what we get with uh, you know with the s21 because samsung doesn't use the split battery technology it is charging an entire battery cell so it, not one cell but essentially the entire battery is being charged where oneplus bbk uh, and what we see now also with realme they're benefiting from the split battery so you get faster charging uh, and it does actually dramatically bring down to like around 30 minutes to charge up a whole the phone 35 minutes for the 10 pro uh, da, da, da. 
Hey, everybody say hi to Roger. Life of Tech. Good morning. Oh, sorry. Good afternoon. Sorry. <laughs> good morning, Tiki. Hope you're doing well. And hi, everybody. Everybody say hi to Roger. Uh, Roger Tech is actually, uh, Roger Life of Tech is kicking it with us here on from the YouTube side. Uh, last last time we were hanging out with us, he was on from Twitch. So that's where you see him as Rogerbot. So Life of Tech and Rogerbot, uh, same guy, different uh, personality. I'll say that. <laughs> You should check out his uh, his live streams as well. He does really nice uh, stuff uh, during the week. Um, so this is uh, Dan. Uh, Grounded Tech also has his own live streams in the morning. Uh, and he was playing Final Fantasy and uh, Fortnite. He's also playing some some of that as well. Oh, man. Uh, but thank you. Thanks, everybody, hanging out with us. Good to see you. Uh, happy Easter. Of course, happy Easter to you, too, as well, Roger. Hope you're spending it with the fam and, and have a good weekend. And, you know, just relax, take it easy, and just let the kids have fun. Realistically, a lot of good things coming up. Um, uh, Dragon Goddess. Uh, Dragon Goddess. Hey, good morning. Good. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, it's Saturday morning, uh, and it's, uh, I agree with you. It's always feels, it feels weird when we don't have one. It's, it is, I know. I, I just want you guys to know that it does feel weird on my side as well. It's not me not wanting to have one. Um, but I will say that I did, um, it, it was a good weekend. We had, we, we had a good weekend. Uh, Friday was a little bit hard on me on, um, during the day when we were at uh, Disneyland, uh, cause it was a, re it was a very hard, um, we had a very weird peak heat. We, we reached about 42, 44, uh, degrees Celsius, uh, about 106 degrees Fahrenheit for us here. Uh, and it was just really hot. And as you can imagine, Disney, you're walking around theme parks and so on. So it was just exhausting. So Saturday, I was really more recouping from Friday. And that was uh, that kind of worked out in that sense for us. So for sure. Um, uh, have you had any? Ex so I'll just uh, honestly, with the exception of the the I, I remember I saw some article talking about some leak or potential leaks in there. Obviously, we know the 888 and some of the information in there wasn't really very very concrete. As you know, it's, it's leak. Um, I will say this, uh, and this is very true. I have not heard a word from Sony to date about anything relating to that. Uh, does it mean I haven't reached out? I just I haven't had a chance to kind of uh, connect back with them. But the reality is, uh, as we were talking before with Dominic, is by now typically they would have made the public announcement, the actual art, you know, like um, a press release talking about the devices that they're going to come up with. Doesn't mean we have them. The phones won't come out till summer, anyways. But the reality is that we haven't heard anything and we're in middle of April already. We're almost at the latter part of April. So I'm hoping that that means something very soon when leaks starting to start to show up. But unfortunately, nothing very concrete yet. Uh, what, what, <laughs> um, <laughs> so Dan does Fortnite and Final Fantasy, uh, different uh, games, but primarily those two, uh, the, those are the two that he usually uh, kind of uh, runs on on his channel uh, during the week and the mornings, or at least the mornings for me. It's, I'm assuming it's like noonish his time. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Roger Bot or Roger uh, Life of Tech. Uh, his is most uh, mostly community based, a competition. He does have his own co uh, kind of his own uh, little. Uh, he has his own ways of messing with, with like letting letting people watching the show mess with him. And I feel like it's really fun with the like, you know, spinning the wheel, prizes and Grand Prix and all of that different things. And they play different games as more of a community. I wish there were things for us to be able to do together, like as a community here. They'll be really, really nice for sure. Uh open i wonder if uh, uh i wonder if i would have better 5g speed something back i would have a better uh, 5g speed on on t-mobile i have uh, the 10 pro on verizon only getting about 130 megabits in southern california 
Um, depends, but uh, realistically, I found it more so than others uh, that I get better speeds on T-Mobile. Now, the one thing I will jump back and forth on is Verizon will probably have better connection speeds inside buildings than T-Mobile, although outside and as long as you have like more open windows and so on, you should have a much better experience. Uh, but I would, what I would probably say is um, try to go down to the to your local T-Mobile store and uh, whatever the closest one to you and do a speed test on one of their devices that's connected and then do another speed test with Verizon on your phone and then you can do the comparison side by side. The one thing I will say though, um, the uh, the connection will definitely de de depend on the technology that you're on. I feel like T-Mobile will more than likely probably give you better as long as the Sprint radios are definitely uh, working for you there. Uh, ta -ta -ta. Any updates from ZTE on the Axon 40? Uh, I heard a couple things on those, but it's a more of a matter, of, you know, obviously, you know, we'll have to see how that kind of comes out. Nothing concrete, unfortunately. More than likely, we'll have the better, you know, in-display display, uh, camera and under-display camera. Um, and that was one thing I want to check out on the Realme, uh, it's not the Realme, the, Re the Red Magic 7 Pro. Uh, Juan has the, uh, the one that has right now with the first generation under-display camera from them. And I'd love to be able to see how the gaming and refresh rate kind of runs there. And I'm wondering if that has something to do with the reason why the Pro has 120 hertz as opposed to 165. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, grounded tech is I just like front facing cameras altogether. I feel like you'd be in, in family right there with, um, the focus for what we get from, uh, uh, from what we get with Sony's it, like I said, it's, they're focusing on the cameras that they feel like will do the best for you. And the reality is with the pro eye, because we have that rear display, you definitely do want to live with the cameras that give you the best the best pictures and those are the cameras on the back i think the front facing camera is purely for casual selfies or even um, basically just video conferencing and that's primarily it um, i will say though that i'm hoping with the android 12 update we'll get more functionalities with the back display or the back mounted display that we get with the pro i i want to see more functions outside of being in video pro because i feel like this is like a missed experience i want to be able to take it and use it with standard uh, features and other applications like be able to push content to that display when i'm using it so maybe even what i mean by by this is I would love to use it like a little teleprompter, like, you know, have my cues kind of going on as I'm recording and I can actually just follow through with it as I'm holding the actual device. So it becomes something a little bit more functional for us there. And Matt just went live. <laughs> I hope he's having a good, good job. I'll have to, have to definitely hit him up and check it out. Um, so, yeah. So let me do this real quick since I did mention it. So let's go ahead and do this one here. I'm going to put this phone on this side. Um, so here is uh, boom, 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 open up, turn on and no, it's good. It's outside of the camera system here. So let's go ahead and switch it over here. And there you are. Okay. So we're going to put this guy, <laughs> how we're going to do this. Okay. So here it is. Uh, so this is the Realme GT, the, the Realme nine pro, this is the free fire edition and let's go ahead and just open it up here. So here dare to fight. And I'm going to move this one here. You open this side. So if you guys played the game before, you, you, I'm pretty sure you guys are very familiar with the map. You get the different areas here. So you get the different views there at the peak, the clock tower, and of course, you know, uh, Koreatown. No, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, oh, the Keraton here. Okay, I'm reading it wrong. Uh, so you definitely see Mars Electric, all of those things. So one of the other things that they included in here is this one. So the uh, obviously the characters there. So we got Free Fire, we have a lot of stickers, nice, like the little kitty one as well. And of course, the Booyah, getting, you know, getting the game. And actually, the gaming of this, uh, 
prior to starting uh, getting this directly from Realme, I wasn't actually very familiar with the gaming on this. It's very similar to PUBG, but uh, definitely has a slightly different mechanic in the running and the swapping uh, uh, you know, elements as far as guns. Uh, there is a special card here that does obviously a free fire Realme GT2 9 Pro. Well, sorry, the Realme 9 Pro Plus. And when it comes down to specifications, it's the Pro Plus IMX 766, as we talked about that, that 50 megapixel sensor, Dimensity 920, 60 watt charging, 90 hertz refresh rate. And let's go ahead and do this, open it up. Definitely here, Realme, of course, Free Fire, and let's go ahead and open up here. And this is one thing that I really, really appreciate about this. I was telling you guys about it before. So we get this nice card. Uh, and uh, of course, look at that look at the actually the sim ejector tool has its own little it's a knife obviously it's a dagger uh and i was trying to take it out without damaging this uh oh actually it does here it is okay so let's take it out la, 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 la. so here <laughs> this is like seriously it's down to this is the type of thing that i really appreciate it's like when they go in and they really spend the time to actually customize it to the level that you want to be able to customize it so really really nice uh eject sim ejector tool and of course we come down and let's go ahead and just uh ta, ta, ta. i'm sure real i'm sure realme won't have any problems with me using a oneplus chamois to clean up the back of the phone but you can definitely appreciate the colors uh of course free fire right there realme and of course last but not least let's go ahead and see if we can get that one into focus the booyah right there all the way at the top right next to the camera sensors uh, it's the same camera stack same configuration overall let's go ahead and power it on i'll give it a second to turn on and i'll put that down and then when it comes down to the rest of the things coming in the box, we get uh, a case, again, really nice and a lot of uh, devices. We have the 60-watt charger that we talked about. This is a Realme Super Dart. And, of course, we have a USB-A to USB-C cable that comes in the box. Very nice, very, very good, uh, you know, collaboration again. And, of course, we get a Realme right here. I'll give it a second to finish. And right off the bat, again, you get the same same aesthetics, swiping up. You get access directly into all the different functions. So you have... Uh, Oh, okay, so here, the feed, it just takes a second for it to load up because the phone's just waking up from uh, sleep. But what I wanted to show you guys real quick here, let's jump in. We're going to go into settings and we'll go personalization and I'll give it a second. So you'll notice it there. We we haven't actually, well, sorry, I take that back. We have a custom icon pack that's based uh, in here that comes with it. And that'll be basically what you see here, let's say for the camera application, for the gallery app. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't actually cover every single app on there. I was hoping for that. Uh, and then when we go in here for more options for wallpapers, uh, let's go ahead and jump in here. I'll agree, uh, allow one more time. Uh, you'll notice that there is basically uh, the, the theme here that you can pick from and you can go. So we have the different options that we get in there and you can customize them, change them. Uh, a lot of different options in there and definitely a lot of cool functions uh, and a really good collaboration between both Realme and Free Fire. So if you guys are fans of the game, um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm toying around. I'm trying to get in touch with Realme and see if we can actually do maybe a, a nice giveaway of something like this. Uh, I don't know why I'm bending this for some reason. Oh, that's why. It doesn't want to. It doesn't want to bend. There's a lot of things in here, so let's not worry about that part. Uh, but yeah, no, no, for sure. Let me just move this here, so we have space for the mouse. Uh, but definitely, it, it is always fun to see things like this. Again, the 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 Dragon Ball uh, phone is a thing because of Realme. That's how cool this is, for sure. Uh, da, da, da. Here, I think. Oh. Uh, Firehound's jumping in. I wonder which Snapdragon chipset is more uh, comparable against the Dimensity 920 chipset. 
Um, I think that the uh, Snapdragon 750 is uh, more, more of a better fit. It's somewhere between the 732 and the 750. I think it's uh, where where this is where typically it kind of comes in. It's more of the mid-ranger. Although I feel like the 8000 is going to be more higher level in there. So it's more of an upper mid-range because it's closer to what we get with typically like the 850 or so on. So the overall performance, what you're getting here with the 920 is very much a mid-ranger experience. But we have to keep in mind, uh, and the affordability part of it as well, you're getting the IMX 766. You're getting that better camera sensor that I think we've seen on a lot of flagship devices. So you have to benefit from there. The processor will limit some of the features that we're able to get on it, but it's still going to be able to produce some really good images. You just have to kind of appreciate what you're getting, the combination, plus the color scheme and plus the ability of getting that collaboration in there. Seriously, uh, when they customize things down to the uh, actual SIM ejector tool, you, you know this is a dedicated uh, thing. And um, this is something I miss from OnePlus devices as well. I mean, everybody remembers the, the so I mean, we talked about the OnePlus 7 Pro, but the reality is my ver my favorite version of the 7 Pro is the uh, McLaren edition. Their collaboration with McLaren for, for a few years was very nice. We even got a chance to see that one concept version of a McLaren at a CES one time that never made it to be with the built-in ND filter. But that was definitely very nice. Um, uh, I, <laughs> I think Remy will contact you about using another brand of microfiber. <laughs> the weird part about it, no, so here's the, I actually have quite a few uh, OnePlus microfiber cloths and I didn't realize them. They, uh, I mean, most of them don't, don't have the moniker, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this. I have one, two, three, four, four microfiber cloths. Um, and I, I even have the one from my car. Uh, the, uh, my Ford uh, has one. Uh, my the one I used to have, or my wife's car, I guess at this point. Uh, da, da, da. I feel like Realme UI is the same as ColorOS. Uh, you're not you're not mistaken. It is uh, for all intents and purposes. It's, it's basically what you get. Let's say if you go with the um, you know MIUI on Xiaomi devices, and then you go check out a like a Poco or you check out a, a Redmi. It's a derivative of it, and it just called differently, but it realistically it's closer to it. So I'll say this, um, Realme UI is closer to ColorOS than OnePlus Oxygen OS it is to ColorOS. Because at least in OnePlus, they do change some of the aesthetics and the setup that you get. But with Realme, you're pretty much just, it's its very much, um, with the exception of a few features changed, it's very much a, a, yeah, a, a direct uh, copy. Not necessarily copy, but I would say um, it's its closer to the, to the source. Let's say that. Maybe that's the best way to say that. Uh, the back of the Realme 9 Pro Fire is too shiny for me, to be honest. And I think that's really where the case kind of uh, jumps in. Uh, it is too shiny. It's almost hard for me to take a picture of it because every time I try to take a picture, the phone or the camera tries to focus on something else because it reflects the back. Um, it's unique in the sense of how it catches the light and how it reflects. And I think on it with a good, clear case, this is going to be definitely very nice. Uh, but at the end of the day, again, if, if you love customization, if you're a fan, let's say like a PUBG type of a game, uh, gaming phone, uh, we saw everybody here, I think you guys already heard, Sony's going to be uh, providing or going to be the uh, device sponsored for the PUBG uh, esports uh, games. So a collaboration between Sony and, and PUBG, kind of like what we've seen in the past with Call of Duty. That's what we're going to see more companies collaborating with games. And I feel like at the end of the day, that'll it'll give us the opportunity to get more customs and more f uh, very nice custom edition ones like that. Um, Finn Jacobs. Hey, man, hope you're doing well. Uh, Finn's jumping in in chat saying, hey, man, uh, <laughs> letting people know, uh, you know, sorry for being late. Um, Color OS 12 beta uh, uh, files have been leaked for for se for the 7 series. I tried it, uh, but I don't like it yet. So it's it is definitely yeah. For, there's a lot of betas and a lot of updates coming up in there. 
Da, da, da. Hey, purposely, uh, uh, Joe's in the chat. Uh, purposely Pixels in the chat. Hope you're doing well. Joe uh, Hickey in there. Uh, oh, Sebastian Lobos is in there. Hope you're doing well, man. Uh, Tesla edition would be fired. If right now with with Tesla, I, I'm I'm a little bit. Um, yeah, I I want to I want to get my car back. I want to get my baby back. I want to be able to get back and go out on the road and take the family and do things normally as opposed to having to kind of Uber everywhere. Uh, I I will say though. Uh, Although they don't give you a loaner when they have your car for this long, they they have been providing me with uh, Uber credits, so it's it's not like they totally left me stranded. But it's still, you know, it's not my car. You know, it's I understand Uber is a great option, but uh, I'm having to go in and sit with somebody else and uh, you know somebody else in the car, and you always have to remember you bring your mask and a whole bunch of different things going on. Uh, but I appreciate the uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, that. <laughs> I want to see special edition smartphones from Sony. I, that would be absolutely the best thing ever. Like because we already have the 90 frames per second Call of Duty Mobile only running on Xperia's. Imagine what they're going to be able to do. I, I want to hopefully maybe see. Um, a few years ago, they they promised us like a higher fresh rate uh, PUBG Mobile, you know, higher than 60 frames. Uh, you know, and I want to see more things like that. And maybe with this collaboration, we'll we'll probably see some some custom editions, some custom functionalities into Xperia. So for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, why not ask them uh, uh, here? Uh, why not uh, why not ask them uh, for a uh, loaded Tesla Roadster for for a while? Honestly, um, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I actually wouldn't mind asking them for maybe a plaid. Uh, just let me let me ride the plaid for a week and then get that out of my system so I don't keep looking at it. Um, they told me that they were a very limited amount of cars that they had available, and it was a very long list, which is I've seen online also in the communities. Uh, long story short, it's still something that gets me through it. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. I mean, at least they give me something to be able to kind of go around. But at the end of the day, I'd rather I much rather have my car. So uh, hopefully, when they replace the battery, um, this situation kind of goes. Obviously, it, it more than likely it's a faulty battery, and this is what's happening. It should not have de degraded this fast. It has. I have not put on it any type of stress that should have caused the battery to go this way. So long story short, I'm hoping by next time, next Saturday when we talk again, uh, we'll definitely be able to, uh, you know, uh, it, it will, <laughs> the, the, my Tesla, Goku will be back home. Let's just say that. Goku will be back. Um, I do. Oh, wow. Okay. I am, I'm a little bit late. Uh, it is that time of the show, guys. If you guys are not familiar with us, you're new with us. Uh, it is the, the TKception. This is a part of the show that we typically do that does a very nice little visual effect to the show, but it also gives us the ability of hi highlighting and showcasing some of the uh, main, uh, main, uh, everybody hanging out with us here uh, and kicking it with us on this Saturday morning. Uh, so you're probably going to start seeing some hashtag TK, uh, you know, TKception in the, in the chat. Uh, and, uh, you know, please join in if you feel like you're comfortable with that. So um, I did want to talk about a little bit about the IQ video that I posted on Monday as, as we're starting to see some of those comments. Um, the video that I put out on Monday is a, is a combination of two things. I found the reason why I put that together was originally, uh, it was originally uh, basically um, something that came to my mind when I was watching the launch event for the OnePlus 10 Pro. In the comments, a lot of people were talking about, you know, well, how does this compare to the IQ 9 Pro? Uh, maybe I should be picking up one over the other. At the end of the day, when you're looking at both of these devices, they're very similar. There's a lot of similarities between the two, but there are also some very unique characteristics that make one better than the other. So I'll say that the you know where the camera system and the charging speeds are definitely more on the IQ side. It is not that may be a situation where I'm talking like night and day, where this is like so much better it makes the other one bad. They're both good in their own respective ways. 
but it depends also on what you're looking for. And the fingerprint sensor on the IQ is light years ahead of some of the other options we see on the market. I will say though, the update that OnePlus pushed out yesterday, yesterday morning specifically, made the fingerprint sensor on the 10 Pro so much better, so so much faster and better, and so on. So you're not going to be disappointed if you have the 10 Pro. Make sure you update to the latest update there. Um, so for that, and with that being said, that was a good video. The other one I pushed out was also, uh, this is something that it, it, I think it's primarily for people living in the US and I don't know 100%, I, I will say this. Um, uh, the Boston Marathon Edition version of this phone is, uh, there is one for grabs, or I think there, I don't know how many how many units they have, but OnePlus on uh, the video that I posted on Wednesday or Thursday, I wanna say, there is a link in the description. If you follow that and you enter in there, you have a chance of winning yourself one of these guys, basically catching the unicorn and posting about it online. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, check out that video on Tuesday, follow the link in the description. And then from there, hopefully you'll be able to win one of those. Uh, one of those. It comes with the full phone, the OtterBox case that we're talking about here, as well as all of the same capabilities as your standard OnePlus 10 Pro. Uh, and I think it comes in the, uh, the, the, the uh, volcanic black color. So I don't want to, don't quote me on this, but at least this is the one I got so uh, it could potentially be this and um, you're also able to do something like this where they had a unicorn filter uh, on Instagram and I do apologize this yeah they, the screen's kind of dust is not my friend this week my guy all I say okay so with that being said let's put this up here and let's do this and just I just realized this when we need uh, da, da. here screen share and oh so first it would be nice if i had somebody already pegged in there so let's go ahead and bring up the first comment in there i think if i'm not mistaken chemi was the first hope you're doing well chemi man sorry i, I didn't get a chance to see you before there and now we're going to do this screen share and let's do this yeah right there um, so I want to say, of course, thank you very much for everybody for hanging out with us, kicking it with us here on Saturday with the Android Bay. Uh, TKception, TK Gogo Team, TK Tesla Bay, the Android Bayception, as always. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks to Chemi. Thanks to Greg with TKception. Again, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Uh, Sebastian Lobos, thank you very much. I hope you're doing well. I hope you have a great weekend. Um, and of course, Earl Owens, thank you for kicking it with us. TKception, TK... <laughs> TK TK Tesla issued Bay Samsung <laughs> charging it box. We gotta we gotta we, we gotta go back on the seriously. New technologies, new charging technologies, and new fun, new features when it comes down to faster charging. But if we don't have the charger in the box, it really hinders that whole sales pitch of saying you're going to be able to do this much, but you have to pay that much. You know what I mean? It's it's a tough choice. Uh, Russ, thank you very much. Uh, TK Exception, TK BBK. <laughs> I love that uh tiki tiki bore uh, bore the roast to tesla bay I, I i want that i want that hashtag to kind of trend uh tkception tkr bay T, uh nomad tech project of course and pixel uh, pur <laughs> purposely pixel uh thank you very much joe for kicking it with us uh, as always for everybody hanging out with us donald lazino thank you very much tkception happy easter again everybody that celebrates it happy easter i hope you guys are doing well dominic thank you again uh, I realize it's later in the afternoon, so you're some of you guys are going to be getting Easter faster than some of the other people there. Uh, TK Dragon Ball Day, of course. Uh, and everybody else, uh, seriously, uh, thank you very much, TKception, uh, TK, TK Tesla Lone Bay. <laughs> 
uh, it's more like TK Uberbay at this point, uh, you know, a little bit more of a German, uh, it's like uh, a tone to it. Uh, but I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Jimmy. And of course, uh, Dragon Goddess, thank you very much for hanging out with us uh, on this beautiful Saturday. I hope you guys are having good, or the weather where you guys are is actually uh, good. It's it's nice and warm. It's a little bit uh, overcast for us today, but um, overall, still very nice. Let me just go ahead and stretch this. Yeah. It always does this because it, it does that whole weird stretch factor for me. Let me put that back here. Uh, but yeah, with that being said, um, I, I'm still trying to get that video out for the Matebook E, hopefully tomorrow morning. I'm, I'm really shooting for that one. Uh, the goal at the end of the day is for you to enjoy and to do better with the tech that you have. Um, where we are right now, actually, and if you guys don't mind, I, I don't, we're kind of coming close to the end. Um, uh, so let, let's do this. Do me a favor, if you can, here. If we can pick a color, and I'll definitely be posting that one on, uh, on Twitter a little bit later on. So we have this nice little... Uh, you know, kind of like a, uh, not matted, but like almost like a, a textured white color that we have in here. Uh, we have a, a nice little more metallic. This is a more metallic finish uh, on the back. Of course, we have the standard black color. This is going to be the nice little more, it's soft, but it does uh, definitely look uh, interesting color. You can definitely check that out. Uh, I have the wood. This is also nice. I used this one uh, on the Pixel 6 Pro. It looks really nice. Last but not least, we also have like somewhat of a sea foam or green, light green color. Um, let me know which one you guys prefer, and we'll definitely install that one on uh, on on the uh, well on the Galaxy S22 Ultra. Um, look forward tomorrow for the uh, MateBook E video. Um, I am going to be working on again the A53 versus the S22. Uh, I'm still a little bit uh, trying to figure out um, white texture. It looks like yeah, see right there, light green. I'm, I'm seeing different one. Try the wood. Russ says try the wood. White textures. Uh, the sea foam, sea foam all the way. Yeah, I know it's. Uh, it looks like sea foam for me. Uh, definitely extreme skins, very nice uh, options. Um, the the gentleman that I was upgrading with on at T-Mobile asked me an honest question. He's like, hey, why are you upgrading from an S22 down to an A53? Because I told him I want to check it out. I want to see if if this is a, a good contender for about you know for the 400, 400 and something dollars that Samsung's asking for it. Uh, and then of course I also felt like the S22 wasn't really the the right device for me. I feel like if I want to recommend something to somebody, I want them to enjoy it and live with it for quite some time. And the S22 this year is somewhat of a it's a it's a um, it's a series of compromises to what a flagship should be, and it's not really a flagship experience from Samsung. It doesn't speak to the flagship that they want to talk to. It speaks to more of a, a, a tailored experience to be coming in at the 899, uh, and again later you can go to the S21 FE, and then there's of course all the other options. Uh, but definitely uh, <laughs> white for me, seafoam. Uh, I'm torn. Uh, I, I thought the wood or the seafoam. So okay, seafoam seems like it's getting a lot more. We're going to be putting on the seafoam. So that, that's what you're going to be seeing very, very shortly um, over on my Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, so uh, again, hope you have a great weekend. Happy Easter. Be safe. Stay safe. Um, hopefully we'll see if Monday end up having a show. Juan said that maybe we'll not have a, a show tomorrow morning, but definitely check out uh, the show with Joe and Sam tomorrow. Hopefully they'll also have theirs. Uh, Matt's already live if you guys want to go check them out as well. And of course, last but not least, we'll see you again for another episode for the best of our week next week on Thursday night. Uh, and of course, the Android Bay on Saturday. Take care for now. Bye-bye and stay safe.